I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. Episode number 132. Today we are talking about a number of things, namely unemployment, some new numbers out today released by the state of Utah, specifically the Department of Workforce Services. And joining us on the line now is Chief Economist for the department, and that is Mark Nold joining us again. Uh, Mr. Nold, sir, thank you for your time. How are you? I'm doing fine, Lee. Uh, so you. I've been reading through this report. Uh, I, I believe it, it's good news. I, explain, explain it to us, the big picture stuff. Sure. Uh, obviously, the, the downturn in the economic setback began in the late February, accelerated through March, and hit its low point in April. Um, the report here now in May is showing that we're starting to reemploy workers. So the low point of the economic setback is going to be in the month of April. Um, We actually lost um, around 115,000 jobs in the process, or down 7.3%. But here in the month of May, we've probably re-engaged about one quarter of the people who have been um, impacted by the COVID employment setback. So our job loss is now down to, quote-unquote, only 4.8% job loss, and we're down about um, 75,400 jobs. But again, that's a a quarter of the re-employment that has occurred in just this one month, and so we're moving in the right direction now. How does that compare to, to other states? I, I understand that uh, the Arizona is having a tough time, Nevada's having a tough time. How do we compare uh, to, to other states facing these same problems? Um, this 4.8% job loss is actually the best in the nation in terms of the amount of or the least amount of job loss that has occurred over the past 12 months. Our 8.5% unemployment rate is um, the second lowest in the nation. So this is all um, statistics or numbers that show play to the relative or the great strength of position that Utah was in before we entered this COVID situation. So mm-hmm. if you think about it, you would have, with like 2.5% job growth that we had had by February, you have to lose 40,000 jobs just to get to no job growth at all. And then you go below that down to minus 7.3%. So we were just in a very good starting position. And because of that, our numbers, yes, they're bad and they're down, but they still remain um, the best in the nation. We, we hear so often about how strong Utah is, how we are often well prepared to weather storms. That is proving to be true uh, here as we face the coronavirus pandemic, but how do you characterize that strong position from when we started? What what, what led to that, and why is it uh, the cause of uh, you know relative success right now as we bounce back? 
Well, one of our major strengths is we have a very diverse economy. In other words, we um, spread our employment across a lot of baskets, so to speak. Now, there are particular industries that are hit very hard in this situation, and they would be um, what we would call leisure and hospitality industry, um, like restaurants, accommodations, um, arts, entertainment, and recreation, and um, personal services. And that makes up about overall about 12% of our economy, which is um, pretty much along the lines of a national average. Um, but other areas that are doing really well, like construction and some of our information technology, these are actually parts of um, our economy where we have a higher than national average concentration of employment. So the areas where we have the better than average employment levels are the industries that are doing well, and areas where we have lower than average employment levels are the ones that are hurting the most. Now, again, it's the leisure and hospitality industry is the, one of the main uh, bullseyes of this entire thing. Now, statewide, it's pretty diverse, but there are parts of the states where it's not, where it's, you know, like the leading part of their economy, like Summit County and much of the tourism activities in southern Utah. So there are parts of the state that are being hit much harder than the, the state average, but overall, it's that diverse economy throughout the rest and throughout the urban areas of Utah that is what's helping us stay in a good position. Thank you. The, the, the report released here early this morning <clears throat> includes revised numbers from April. So we had uh, an estimate for April at one point. This report gives us a revised uh, number now. Uh, indicating 10.4% unemployment in April. Talk to me about that revision process. H how do we go from a number at one point and then with new data or more enhanced data, more specific data, we have a revised number? Yeah, and that's really the, the key to it all is you get more data after the fact because you see that a lot in government data where government data will come out and say the preliminary number is this, and then given more time, there's a revised number because there's more information that came in after the fact. A lot of it is either through um, administrative records to run some kind of programs like the unemployment insurance program. Employers need to report in by a certain amount of time, but sometimes they're late. The data comes in a little bit later. Oh, that made it better or it made it worse or it made us have to do a, a, an additional readjustment to the data. So there's just more data came in for the month of April after we had published for April and in this case, it did lower the employment loss from minus 7.1 to minus 7.3, and the unemployment rate from 9.7 down to 10.4. What does all this tell us about the months to come? Um, the months to come should be improvements as we move through the state of Utah. What you would really like to see in this whole situation is what you, uh, they call like a V, a yeah. V recovery, where, okay, one side of the V is your decline, and then in, you get an equal amount of V, so to speak, on the other side to go back to your full employment. I, I don't anticipate that. We've got a quarter of the V back with just this month of May, but that's going to be probably the best single month of recovery because it's the first month where the doors were open back up for businesses, mm -hmm. and you get that initial rush. Right. Um, Similar to the... I do anticipate that we will have improvement the rest of the months of the year, but it won't be, you know, like a quarter in 
May, another quarter in June, another quarter in July. It yeah. won't go at that pace. It'll it'll slow down more as we go through June, July, August, September, and move through the rest of the year. It will be improvement. We will be working our way back towards um, a zero net job loss situation, but it will probably take the rest of the year to do that. Mark Nold, Chief Economist with Utah Department of Workforce Services, my guest, explaining these new unemployment numbers, uh, good numbers, good, good, solid evidence of Utah's strength and our resilience uh, and our ability to bounce back quickly. Sir, thank you for your time. You're welcome. All righty. I have some breaking news to share with you, and it relates to numbers associated with the coronavirus. I will start with uh, new uh, cases. They're are currently 586 new cases. That is a new record number of cases in one day. In addition, three new deaths attributed to the coronavirus here in Utah. One, a male between the ages of 65 and 84 hospitalized at the time of death, a Washington County resident, another male older than the age of 85, and a resident of a long-term care facility. And lastly, another male, Salt Lake County resident between the ages of 65 and 84, who was also hospitalized at the time of death. The previous daily record, and it's it's morbid to keep track of, of these in terms of records. That word doesn't feel appropriate when you're referring to uh, illness like this, but the, the previous record was set on June 6th with 546 cases, new positive cases of the coronavirus, and today we are reporting, uh, as we've received information from the Utah Department of Health, 586 new cases and three additional Utahns have lost their lives due to the coronavirus. We'll continue to follow this story and others as we continue on today's episode of Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. <laughs>